0: This podcast is part of the Deluxe Edition Network. To find other great shows on the network, head over to deluxeeditionnetwork.com. That's deluxeeditionnetwork.com.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
3: What's up everybody? Thanks for checking out Beard Laws episode 199. We switched to a pre-recorded one. That's why you're listening to this and hearing this quick introduction. And this is a good episode. Toby tells some people some stuff that he's never told anybody before. Toby and you've been getting a little bit of fight. We found out some weird facial hair stuff and some kind of grooming routines about Ben. We talk about some stuff from the past that's definitely going to give you a few laughs. And we came up with a new term. Instead of bull in a china shop, we're now going to find out the real reason of destruction from an animal in a house in a computer room. Thanks, well, to Toby and the animal lover that he is. But again, this is a great episode. and We can't thank you enough for listening. So without further ado, let's jump right into this.
1: Outside like, my forearms and, like, my shins. I have no body hair. Hmm. I am
4: progressively getting hairier and hairier. Oh, is that smooth still thing? Is it still on? God damn it, damn it is.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, there you yeah, go. Smooth. There you go. There we go. So, so shins and forearms. Other than that, you have no body hair. Thank you for that visual, Toby.
1: Well, I mean, prove it.
2: <laughs> prove it. Oh, no.
3: Okay. Shins and, yep. Oh, Hmm. good God!
4: You are wow—the definition of Caucasian. You know what I mean? Like that
1: is (laughs) white, my friend. It's that I I was facing. Well,
2: it's because I can't.
1: I can't go outside because of uh, like my blood pressure issues and stuff like that. So I can't go outside when it's hot out. So I don't. I don't tan. And apparently, my my body hair grows for me to specifically be able to dress like a dad. (laughs) mine is I don't know what it is so now it's it's migrating up to
4: my shoulders I'm getting more of the uh back hair and I I used to make fun of people at the pool when I was a kid all the time I'm like look at that weird old hairy guy I'm the weird old hairy guy now and it sucks I'm like damn karma worked about about two decades later sucks not a fan I went and got got my hair cut
3: I've always been hairy
2: I got my hair cut last week and had a woman who was cutting my hair trim my eyebrows and you can't probably yeah. tell but she trimmed these bad boys so short but they're so thick anyway it doesn't matter you can't like,
5: she was like Ahh. Ahh.
2: i was just happy that mine
4: gave me two again because
1: that that unibrow was getting thick. listen i'm i'm not gonna lie to you you been looks like he on a regular basis goes and has threading done on his eyebrows
2: Ooh.
4: no they're naturally just I, my wife always makes me like crap for it to and my eyelashes i have extremely long eyelashes and she's like that's not fair i want your eyelashes and i want your eyebrows i'm like girls would kill for these bad boys. do you know
3: why it is it's because you your eyes spend so much time being low that gravity is rewarding <laughs> your eyelashes and your eyebrows because they're so low all the time because you can't open them it's less work the muscles aren't working so the hair can grow longer you know okay. what
1: That's science. i believe it <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna use what matt just said to segue into something else. So we were, we were watching the premiere last week and Matt was like giving like worse than like Grimlock level dad line, dad lines, dad jokes. And I was like, dude, they're just, they're progressively getting worse and less funny. Like just, it's not working, bro. Do you know why (laughs) it was
3: AI? No, I wasn't there. AI. I, I put on this. AI bot to chat in YouTube to pretend like I was in the premiere. And it was just a bot that was just throwing out comments every so many minutes. What? Mm-hmm.
1: It's the future. You have to embrace AI. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. It, listen, I, I know this isn't TikTok Tuesday, <laughs> but if we're going to talk about AI stuff, can we talk about these NPC in AI lives that are taking over TikTok right now?
3: What I the f- I get to see him, but I know you've been you've been brought it up. Yeah, have
2: dude. You seen I'm going make some money off that shit. No, yeah. I, I haven't I hope the, the uh the old wonky clock app doesn't hear me, but I haven't been on TikTok much over the past six months, so you'll have to Ooh. enlighten
3: me. So uh, there's somebody, this so new I haven't thing. seen them, so yeah, Toby, explain it. Yeah.
1: So there's this new thing. So by the way, I also found the original I found the original person that um kind of kicked it all off now mind you this person's been doing it the whole time they've been on tiktok and they didn't like just start they've they've been on tiktok for a while and all she's ever done is like doing this this though yes she she calls herself uh she's her name is at angel cyborg she has uh 570 it's almost 571 followers um but this is all she ever does—is like this type of content, and she does like the the like autom like the automated kind of like she gets. Real- but she doesn't like use a filter, like a two X speed thing. She like everything's natural, and all of her lives are like that as well. Like right, like her character that she plays on TikTok is like a faulty cyborg or a cyborg, and so her live has always been like that. And I guess like a couple Do you know of her, what her videos. What? What
3: What'd you say? Ter-men-a-ter. Her men eater. Her her nickname. I randomly pulled it up uh, on the uh, Instagram and a cyborg yeah.
1: tur, and then men all caps eater. The term men eater. But she has uh, she has had recently a bunch of videos blow up, and I guess it caused people to go into her live, and she gets like dozens of thousands in there so we're talking like 24,000 people in her lives and they're just seeing gifts just get shattered at her and she was doing the whole and so what what people do now is they act like like a a character select screen character and they're like and anytime a gift comes in they're like oh thank you for the rose the hot dog one is my favorite oh hot dogs I love hot dogs
4: no you're watching a different
1: one but they that's, keep that, doing that's
4: not the hot like dog that. one. The hot dog one, no, is no, 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 Have you seen that one?
1: Well, they there's go, people, people for the roses,
4: yeah,
1: roses, yeah. Ah, it just, <laughs> yeah, it's people different. are doing it differently. But the thing is, is like all these like larger level creators, I mean, even some smaller level creators, but it really kind of started kicking off with like these people that have like six and nine million and one million followers started doing it. And then now lower level, I guess you could call them uh, creators with like 2, 2,500 and whatnot are doing it. And people like, dude, um, I speed, what's his name? I speed or I, whatever speed from YouTube. Who's also on TikTok, um, did one the other day, $35,000 in an hour in gifts. Holy shit. Yeah. So the AI? thing is, is like, People have been sending me these these lives and like the big joke now is like, oh, well, rents do. So I'm doing it. And then all of a sudden and then you'll see that that person's live and you go in in every live that I've jumped in just because I jump in the live so that I can block the person. Because if I see you doing it, I'm blocking you. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not dealing with that shit. I don't want to see your content. I don't need somebody that's just doing what everybody else is doing on my for you page or anything like that. Um, oh shit. You must not have many people then.
3: There's a lot of, I that. have
1: yet. I have yet. Oh, see, that's the thing is I, I have content creators that do original content like you Ben and Brandon and you, I don't do people. I don't follow people that just do trends. Um, but dance trend. the smallest amount I've seen in one of those lives so far is 5,000 people. And that was in a live uh, for somebody that had 2,700 followers. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I've got 1.8 million followers, and I struggle to keep more than 26 people in my live at a time.
2: It, it dropped. I stopped doing That's TikTok fine. lives because I would get, <clears throat> once you start getting bigger, I wasn't hitting 100 on average, but I was hitting about 50, 60. Feeling good about that. Yeah. I'm, going now, I'm lucky to have six or seven
1: yeah, so that'll stay in there. I'm like, I used to. I to my my lives when I had, when I had thirty, when I had thirty k, I was getting like three, four hundred people in my live. You know, when I had, when I was at like ninety k, I'd have, you know, I I could get upwards of two thousand people in my live. I'm at one point eight mil. I can get twenty six people in my live, and half of them are coming in and saying, "Oh my god, I haven't seen you forever." Because TikTok is no longer pushing notifications that I'm live to anybody
5: yeah, because I'm, so not monetizing my live. I'm not different. doing a
1: live battle. I'm not doing this trendy AI shit. And be, when all you do is just have a, a conversation with your with the people that follow you, TikTok's like, well, you're not making us money. So we're not. Why are we why are we going to promote you? True. I don't recall the last time that
4: I received any notification that anybody was going live. Now that you, you mentioned it, I used to get those suckers all the time, but now no, uh, I don't get any of those. Nothing.
2: I could I could literally go I'm thankful. Open, back in the day, open my app, and then just go over to following. And it would be the first six people would be all my friends that are live or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, or even at the top of the screen, it would say, you know, Toby, now, Matt, Matt. Top of the screen. In live. pink, you know, right. live. You click on it, you, you you know who's live. None, never. I'm not anymore. So, I'm. I, I've taken such a not not to hijack the conversation, but I've taken such a step back in the last year, and I'm kind of resetting myself. Actually, this week, believe it or not, and like just trying to have fun again with it, and posting just to have fun because I'm not chasing money, I'm not chasing views, I'm not chasing followers. I don't give a shit because it's just a side thing. And I finally come to accept that and be okay with it because in the past I had no. done those. things. I had chased followers. I had chased, um, uh, views because it is, it can become an addiction when you see a video hit a million and then you get five or six videos hit a million in a week. And you're like, Oh shit, I'm on
1: a roll. I can't lose. Yeah, It's, it's like heroin, man. You're constantly chasing, you know, the the lack of the the term is chasing the dragon. You get that one high from that video hitting and you're like, yeah, and you want that feeling again. But eventually, like that feeling like you're not getting it because you you need a little bit more. You need a little bit more. And social media can really be an yeah. addictive thing that I, I don't think people talk about enough.
2: I've got a video. I'm I pulling it up right now don't. just so I can see it on uh, TikTok. I posted three days ago. 989 views now old me six months ago i would be devastated mad angry why are they doing this now it's like who cares the people who saw it liked it shared it i'm sharing it on instagram i'm sharing it on facebook i'm sharing it on threads or wherever else yeah and the people who need to see it will see it and whether or not it hits 30k or or, or 3k fucking so be it who cares it you know and so let me it's throw this at you thing- or
3: you could be Sorry, I was going to say you could be you where you finally get that video to pop. And then they're like, "Uh, uh, uh, community violation. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> Every time, you know, and and uh Brandon, I, I shared the same uh, feelings with you as well. I mean, it's I, I didn't post, a, I mean, once a month, maybe. And sometimes it was a, a repost for the last eight, nine months. And I know two years ago, I, I was always like, I'm going to post two, three times a day. Oh, I have. To post it this time. This is where I usually gain more attraction. And now I'm like, it's two o'clock in the morning, and I just saw a possum outside. This shit's going on TikTok right now. Like, I, I give yeah. no shit. And I've had videos that have done well, or some of them that haven't done anything. Like, I'm like, Jesus Christ, did I just put this as friends only? Why, why, who saw this? You know, and and, and I still I just don't care. And now that I see that one of my videos got removed after it was doing well, and then the one that I had posted two or three days prior to that is now getting views again. And I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Cause I used to do the same thing. I would see it not doing well. And then I'm going to remove that motherfucker or whatever. No, now I'm just like, I don't give a shit.
2: I'll echo that point you made. And just to say, for me, I'm with you there. I've come full circle. That's where I was when I started this whole thing, posting to have fun. Don't give a yep. shit about user or followers or anything else, because I didn't know those things really existed or that was going to be a thing for me. But that's really the heart of it is, and and I know Matt has said this, and I've heard Toby say it a hundred times. You got to post to what makes you happy. You have to post yep. what makes you enjoy it, and the other people who are like minded like you will see it, laugh, and share it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and views and and other things be damned. So be it. Throw it in the ether, and then have fun. And if so you are your the,
4: genuine self, yeah. you you get a genuine following as well. That's not going to report yeah. you. That's not going to. And that's that was my thing as well. Was I I got so tired of posting that I was like I'm. I'm going to get another violation. I'm, I'm going to get removed. I, I don't want to lose another account. And now I'm like, block me, motherfuckers. I'll make another
3: one. I don't
1: care. Well, and I,
3: speaking I, of going
1: I'm and always- checking
3: out, Check out the Deluxe Edition Network. They got two podcasts of the month, and I should have did this at the beginning, but we were talking about the weird fact that Euban shaves facial hair from right under his neck to his chest, and there's this weird gap. Podcast of the month. Grown-up bananas in a pickle radio. Good shit. Check it out. Deluxe Edition Network.com.
1: Yeah, I don't know why oh.
3: either way. I mean, it's a look.
1: Oh, speaking mm-hmm. of speaking of uh, you know, our announcements and everything, which by the way, everybody don't forget to go to cult.coffee.com for your coffee needs. Um, I can now uh I can now go and have them and talk about them and everything else like that because fucking good coffee stopped making coffee. <sighs>
5: really? Oh.
1: They are no longer a company. Must not have been that good a And I am goddamn damn. So I will be well, trying out cold coffee, and I will let you guys know what I think of it.
3: Oh, I can't, can't wait. Uh, I had the cowboy coffee is what it was called this morning. I had a little bit of I had four ounces of it hot, and then I did four ounces cold because where I'm from, the fucking humidity and the heat sucks more dick than what? You know? Freddie Mercury. <laughs> uh. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Oh, of all of the opportunities, that's <laughs> the wow. one,
4: that's <laughs> the one that you put me on the spot, bro. Freddie Mercury?
1: <laughs> like, right? It's that's a lot of days with that one. Huh. Interesting. I mean, is it though? That Do is. you? Is it? Was it? Do we know? Mm. Kind of like your
4: coffee brand. Was it around for a very long time? Just ah, damn.
3: Ooh, shots fired. Wow, he's spicy. You are spicy. <laughs> If we had a if we had a hot sauce plug, I would do that right there for spicy. But uh, turns out I uh, I don't I don't. So we're, uh, we're we're I don't know. So one thing I was talking with Brandon a little bit, and this is just going to kind of hopefully do some more conversations. I went down this weird. It was like somebody opened a time capsule to my life. I was randomly got a Facebook message, some guy that I haven't seen in twenty years hit me up. I was like, hey, I'm in town. I live in SoCal. I'm in town. You want to meet up, have a beer? I was like, cool, fucking yeah, that's it. So we started just having these fucking free-flowing... And co- and by the end of it, next thing you know, it's like 1.30 in the morning. Bar's getting ready to close. My cheeks are so goddamn sore from laughing because we had another buddy that we all went to school with started telling this fucking story. Pretty sure most of it's real, and I don't want to get into it because I actually might try to bring him on for a side episode and just let him tell the story. Just a quick recap. More or less, he got engaged, got into a motorcycle accident right in front of a school bus, and it turns out the person that hit him was his fiance. And we were just having this conversation. I was like, man, I made the comment of, I bet you the kids on that bus were fucking traumatized, probably had to go to therapy and shit. So we started having this conversation. This guy came in and was like, oh, wait, are you that guy? Holy shit, you were the guy that got hit by I was on the fucking bus. And he just started talking about how terrible the scene was on the bus. And I'm like, I'm not going to get into this. I want you two fuckers to tell your story separately and just have a conversation about it. It was wild. But this this guy that got hit, He's a pizza delivery guy, and his whole thing is he works for this pizza company, and he has a vehicle that me. And I'm curious if you guys have seen this. It's called the General We, kind of like the General Lee, but it's a very <laughs> small, like I don't know if it's a smart whatever, but it's a very very small, and it says .5 for the number on it, and some, That's and he's even put like a wind up thing on the back, and he delivers pizza, and that dude probably <laughs> makes more money a month than I do delivering pizzas and he's so well known somebody randomly from like virginia or something was up because uh where we live a double college town and uh or where he delivers pizza and they ended up seeing this recording it in the in the video ended up getting a couple million views because everybody and of course put the good old boy song to it and shit right and every, he's known now as the general we and the guy that delivers pizza fucking full circle it, 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 that story He's good i really want to get them on and tell it's not going to be a live show because some of the stuff this guy comes out he's, he's a north country guy with a gun addiction so i'm never going to do it live i need to make sure i edit some <laughs> shit but uh and then, then i went to another bar and a band i was telling brand like i said a band that hasn't played in probably 15 20 years got back together just to play a show last night it was just this weird fucking it was like i was living 20 years ago last night over the weekend it was it was fucking weird I don't know if you guys have ever had moments like that, but it's kind of woke up this morning. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Felt like it was 2003 again.
4: (laughs) I do want to hear both point of views uh, from that story though. That sounds, that sounds
3: entertaining as shit. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. It was hilarious. And like I said, I can't obviously do it justice. And and the one guy's a pretty good storyteller. And then just this kid reliving a moment and and telling stories of him and his buddies. And, And then it was very traumatic for the bus driver. And apparently the bus driver is still around and lives locally. So I think I'm going to actually try to call the bus driver when we do this episode and just, I don't want the, to bring the bus driver in the studio or whatever and, and have her accidentally like maybe, you know, relive these moments, but it'd be cool to record a phone call or something just to hear. Cause I mean, I guess she was like puking and stuff. Like it was that bad. Oh my God. What did you eat the yeah, day was... before? <laughs> we need the yeah. details. So you what did for you breakfast? eat that morning for Breakfast. Yeah, was it bacon? Was there some some milk that came up in this puke or what? But uh eggs they scraped? Yeah, pretty wild people. story. So uh it was fucking yeah, like a Portuguese breakfast. Ooh, yes.
5: <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> face it dating sucked in your 20s gets worse in your 30s and your 40s forget it it's a cesspool out there and we're your flotation device join us weekly for saucy chat ridiculous love gurus milf worthy fun to spice up your life the milf, milf and me podcast. me podcast every wednesday on your favorite pod platform and the, milfandmepod.com. the milf and the milf and me, me podcast, podcast.
3: Yes. So, uh, and I was I was talking to Euban a little bit before, and he was getting he was having a love for painting. He, he said that he would actually rather go watch the new Barbie movie than have to continue to paint his kids' room. This
4: is terrible, man. It's every single like year I'm redoing a room, I'm painting a room, I'm doing something. I can't stand it because what always happens is my wife's like, "Hey, we're going to do this together. This is going to be a team effort." I'm like, "You're going to go to sleep." I'm gonna end up painting this fucking thing by myself overnight. And you're going to wake him and be like, ah, You painted the horror room? Like, as if it's going to be a fucking surprise. You know what you were doing when you put the kids mm. to sleep. That's why I said, I'll see you in the morning. She's like, I'll be back. I'll be back. I check 15 minutes later, saw logs. And I'm like, I knew it. So, painted the room. <clears> no, <and throat> honestly, no help. No help. But my yeah. kids had come in, and, like, they were checking on me because it's summertime. So they're up until way, way later than they need to be. But, um, they're like, oh, you're painting this room all by yourself. And I'm like, mm hmm. They're like, does mom ever help? And I was like, nope, not, not a one. But I wear the same <laughs> shirt. It's my class. or it's my, I graduated in 08. I know I'm a baby, but uh, it's my prom t shirt. And I hated it from the moment that I got it. So I've always used it as my painting t shirt. So since 08, every room that I've painted, I've used this exact same shirt. And so it has every color. And so you can point out, I'm like, oh, you know, this was the living room back in. You know, 2010, this is, and so that's my weird dad thing that I have. So whenever I die, they can, they can keep my painting t-shirt.
1: That is a really odd time capsule kind of thing.
4: And so now, even if I don't make a mistake like this time, I didn't, I put the, I dip my fingers in the paint bucket, put it on my shirt. So that way I have
1: the color (laughs) on my shirt. Speaking of crazy time capsule stuff. So (laughs) one of my pigs absolutely destroyed my office last night starting at 3.30 oh. in the morning. She came in. She just started ripping stuff out of here. I need to replace the lamp. Like, she grabbed all of this stuff, and the biggest concern about that is that's all my grandfather's World War II stuff. Um, oh, shit. Didn't destroy any of it. She just grabs it, and then she drags it. She drug it right there, and she made this big old nest out of it. Um, so as I'm picking everything up, because I, I haven't really ever had the chance to go all through the stuff that my dad brought me that used to belong to my grandfather. And Mm -hmm. so I was able to find his World War II dog tags, which is, that was cool, because that was one of the things I didn't know uh, if my dad gave me or not. And two undeveloped rolls of film that he's taken all of the film from. Now, mind you, this is all the stuff he had together with all of his World War II stuff. So I'm going to take those this two rolls home to CVS Pharmacy, to CVS, and have it's going to cost quite a bit. And one of, the contain, one of the roll canisters has got, like, a dent in it. So I'm going to let them know, hey, I'm just letting you know, this thing's not just going to simply pull out of there. So just be very careful with these. I don't even know if they'll develop properly because of how old they are, and I'm sure they weren't stored in, like, you know, pristine environment for like the film, but I am so interested to see what is on it. it one is 36 exposures. The other one is 27 exposures. So that's, you know, make sure plus. when
3: you send them out, uh, make sure when you send them out though, too, because I've read a lot and I used to work in the photo, make sure that you make it very clear to them that they can and will give you back the negatives because a lot of times they send them out to services and they destroy the negatives after. Because we bought a bunch of disposable cameras to Florida and we can't find anybody around here that will let us keep the the film. They send them out. They they send you the pictures and the
1: negatives are gone forever. So just yeah, that's so, just one thing. Well, to keep when I go, mind, to, I've seen say, at least up here. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the CVS that's just right down here in town because um, I they do have a photo mm-hmm. processing there. And I, I believe because it does take a while for you to get them back, so I know that they're sending them out to somebody, which I'm fine with, but yeah, yep. I already had that intention of hey, you need to ensure the negatives come back with the film, with the with the photos. Yeah, I need the negatives. You don't understand if this is fo- Yeah, these these are you know what 80 like 60 years plus old. 70. Let's yeah, see. I don't know the math on that. Good Lord. What what was 2023? And he joined uh, 1945 is when he started. So, you know, close to 80 years. (laughs) They better. This is. (laughs) I don't like I said, I mean, it's 80 year old film, so I don't even know if anything will develop from it, but I'm willing to pay to see if it does. And if anything does, if I don't get those negatives, uh, you guys are going to hear about me on the news.
3: Oh, no, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, too, you can get the stuff fairly cheaply and develop them yourself. Honestly, I have a buddy that does that.
4: No, do do the one? only shitty thing would be is if you developed it and like a third of them were dick pics because that's like the only thing I can imagine is like 80 years from now. Yeah, they didn't find do one of my that. 80 years. Ago. You never know. You never they know. Didn't ago, yes, they, they didn't do that 80 years ago. you been. They didn't do it 80 years ago. They 80 years ago, people guys are barely guys.
1: even taking photos of themselves.
4: Cleopatra had a wooden dildo, my guy. You're telling me, I mean, get the fuck out of here. This thing. I'm just saying, whenever they find one of, like, my Galaxy S2 from fucking, you know, 10 years ago, they're going to find it 70 years, and they're going to find a cable for it. Toby, you've had your chance, the 30% of the show, so you're going to find a cable, they're going to plug it in, and they're going to be like, what was Grandpa Wilson doing? Something that makes no sense. No so sense go through all my pictures and it's gonna be, yeah. be like look at this. Where and okay,
1: say, and where is your camera? Where is your camera? Store your photos so where's it the store? It in
4: the you've been yellow? shut
1: the fuck up. Just answer the question. Where did you just phone? did you've been talking oh, this phone. entire fucking time? We're trying to let anybody it else talk for your a phone, fucking right? minute. It Jesus Christ. It on your phone. Okay, Jesus Christ. They send they send call it the Toby podcast. When you send a dick pic out, who does it all go to? Don't fucking say go- the entire world or all of public because it doesn't. Who Only does it go fans.
4: to? It's going to depends who am I sending it so to? So a is limited one number a of people, one, right? Or is this for Gam
1: Gam? Yeah, you say know why they're not really taking those Gam-Gam. photos back in the day like that? Because it gets developed by a public fucking company at a photo so, mat.
4: are not doing it. Photo? You're
1: telling me in the history of time yeah, of
4: Kodak fucking Fujifilm developing stations that nobody... <laughs> took pictures of titties or dicks. You were out of your fucking mind. Next subject, Wait you're a minute. 100% wrong.
1: Did they have these 80 years ago? Are you seriously trying to... No. Like I'm just how, your, is your brain your, your, your not your able to justification, justification 80 years back to remember what technology saying, was and
4: wasn't available then? Your justification was saying that the reason why they weren't developed is because other people would see them. Who the fuck else would see them with a the Kodak camera? It's the same concept. Other people are taking your film... They're looking at it, and they're going, nice tits, ha, 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 he has a micro penis the entire time, regardless if it was in the 40s, (laughs) the 50s, the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, or current. That's my point. You're saying, well, it was still in the 40s and 50s. It doesn't make sense because the same people from the same time are still looking at the same fucking thing, regardless of how it was taken. I don't care if it was in the 1800s and they got the tripod thing with the little fucking hood and old fucking Margaret's <laughs> out there and the dust storm showing her fucking gigantic personalities. They're still going to say, nice tits, Margaret. Let's get on
1: to the gold rush. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I don't. <laughs> you just compared tintype. Tintype is, it's developed I mean, right there. That's not going to a, a photo, mat.
4: It doesn't matter if people are still going to see the penis, is what I'm saying. <laughs> it's
3: going to... A third I party think it, is going a, to develop it. Yeah, and I think... I mean, guys are guys. Girls are girls. And I think... I, I picture somebody that just developed the camera for the potential first-time film and everything else, or even you, you see historical paintings and there's just dicks and stuff everywhere. The guy probably created the camera or i'm assuming a guy i guess that's sexist that invented the camera probably just to take a picture of a naked chick
2: or his own dick well i think what's what's interesting about this is not quite the conversation or the debate that's being had but what what i find funny is this this thought that folks have in society that we are the first people to develop certain acts amongst people when no, oh, I don't, grandma, grandpa never did anything. Yeah. I know that's not what you're saying. I know. I know. I just, this is, I'm just it, playing off of that. I find that interesting, especially because we can even go to Google now and search on certain websites to find classic versions of, of films that are available. And you're like, oh man, Mildred was getting down. I didn't know they even knew how to do that back oh, then. Yeah. So,
1: so I'm very well aware of like the Betty, uh, the the oh, Betty yeah, Pages yeah. and things like that, and I know fetish photography itself has been around. What I'm saying is, like the common Navy bubble gunner on a B-24, the chances of him taking dick pics in World War II to send home to his wife probably really didn't happen.
2: My my thing is this: is we you think about you. You brought up, you you brought up uh, the gold rush. Well, sometimes I like to think about, you know, like pioneer times, like going to the West, you know, traveling West, whether you were. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently,
4: I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass.
3: You know, we all go through tough times, and it's okay to admit. We all go through times in life where it feels like life is throwing us curveballs. Whether it's stress, relationships, or just the everyday grind, having someone to talk to can make all the difference. To be honest, the everyday grind was starting to get to me, and I didn't want to go sit in an uncomfortable chair or couch in an office and talk to someone. I wanted to do it from my comfortable chair and my comfortable couch in my office. That's why I personally started using BetterHelp. I was able to choose the right therapist for me, that got me, and it did take a couple of tries to find someone, but they were able to get me to start hitting those curveballs of life, and they actually taught me how to handle the stress of the daily grind, and they were able to, you know, teach me how to deal with the stresses of being a dad, a husband, coach, and everything else I try to juggle. So if you're anything like me, don't bottle it up. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash BeardLoss today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Dot com slash beard laws.
2: The Mormons on the Mormon Trail, trying to find your your homeland or where you were going to be, or you were just a normal family trying to make it somewhere and trying to find your little plot of land, or you were a homesteader, whatever it was. My thought is this: is you ain't got power, electricity. You don't got TV. You got books. You got tobacco, and you got your wife. The things that these people were doing in their spare time, I'm telling you, people were eating groceries. They were gobbling down. Things were happening. Your great-grandma and your great-great-grandpa, they were getting it on. Getting it on.
1: Bro, oh, that I guarantee family great, size great, is great. like, yeah, there's been a giant, there's been, there is a correlation between the advancement of technology and the size of the average family. Because my mom had 16 brothers and sisters. My dad had seven brothers or nine brothers and sisters, right? Their parents were in families of like 10, 15 kids. And the that was average family now. What do they say? Two and a half kids. I guess every family, like on average, has a midget in their family, but two and a half kids is the average now, and it's going down.
2: Mm-hmm. And and just to ma- I mean, just to add to that point, the child mortality rate back then was crazy compared to what it is oh, now. Yeah, so right. even yeah. that, I mean. Well, yeah
4: all i know is my great 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 grandpappy uh settled to the west and he sent a dick pic via the pony express to my grandma because she didn't want to settle west you know and she was like my uh-huh. great 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 grandma you know what i mean and she was like no i can't go Dude. west and he's like look take take a look at this and she's like i'll see you next year and so she took her wagon and she met up so toby On the oregon I trail just want to go ahead yeah they you have the Oregon trail. yeah of course it's framed it's actually, it's, it's like the Mona Lisa around these parts. It's under, it's under I can, Mario I can, brother three,
1: but I mean, I again, too. Sorry, so. we'll blur it out when you show it here on camera, go grab that thing so, real quick.
4: Do you remember uh, Titanic whenever uh, what's her face was getting uh, all old draw with the, uh, the perfect breath. Yes.
1: I completely understand a drawing being exactly the same as turning in a piece of film to a photo mat to get developed by a public company. Yes. Great comparison. Uh, they're like, hey, we're going to hang
4: this up in a museum and a whole bunch of strangers and children are going to see. Probably,
1: probably, probably not.
3: So when I worked photo, you could always <laughs> tell, and there was a couple of us, we would take side bets. When somebody came in, dropped off and their drop phone, off, dropped off their, their disposable camera, how many of them we would not develop because we obviously had a policy and we we're just like, yeah. so we'd come in and be like seven. And this one guy one day, he, he nailed it. He was like the entire camera. I'm like, what? I'm telling you, this is fucking weird. And there would just be dick pics, them doing things, and they would bring them to these things where we would have to develop them, and we'd hand them back, and we handed the the whole thing back to this one person. They're like, uh, where's my pictures? You know what was on there? And they're like, Oh yeah, absolutely. You know we had to see these, right? Oh yeah, we don't care. Well, obviously, but we can't develop them. There's a po- well. Fine, I'll just bring them to Walmart then. It's like cool. Bring bring them to Walmart and fucking. But it was. It was just disposable
1: cameras full of. Yeah stuff or you Jeez. could you could usually tell by one either the amount of confidence like if somebody was really super confident sounding or if they were extremely nervous it, it but it was always it was always one end of the spectrum or the other why the way they're dressed. okay so to be honest i've always felt this way about this product I believe the reason Polaroid did so well and had such a boom is because people suddenly felt the confidence of being able to take that type of photography without feeling the embarrassment or the nervousness of having to turn that film in to like a photomat. Because I, I had a sergeant. Not me. When personally. we went to. When we went to Bosnia, I had a sergeant. He always had, um, he always had this thing in his pocket, and it was like duct tape. Like it was almost like a duct tape wallet looking thing, but it was just a pouch, and it was like filled with like a stack of like Polaroids, like this. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, this is cool. He's got pictures of his of his kids and his family and stuff like that. Fuck, no, I was fucking wrong. I was wrong because one day. Curiosity got the best of me, and I was having to go out and I was having to reorganize the vehicle because we were getting ready to go out, and like it dropped on the floor. And I was like, Oh, oh, this is Sergeant's family photos. And I just pulled one up, and that was all I needed to see. I was like, whoop. They were all of his wife and some other guy. All of them. All of them. And I was like, oh no. I am never. And I this is the first time I've told anybody about that. He doesn't know no shit. He I didn't tell him. I just put I just put it right back. I put his photos right back underneath the radio stand where they were, and I was just like that. I didn't tell the other people on my crew. I didn't say shit. this is the first time I I the best I am telling anybody about this, but I was I was like, Oh no, Jeez. I uh I
4: used to work at a, a cell phone store that fixed cell phones as well. So people would bring in iPhones, Androids, everything. And whenever they would have, have a switch over their information, you would be able to see the thumbnails of the pictures and everything. Uh, or if we had to fix their phone, they're like, hey, it's not sending pictures. We'd have chicks that would come in and be like, there's something wrong with I can't open up my 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 photos. And I'm like, uh, okay. I click on it, like it's open. And then it would just be a photo of them just completely doing something looking naked or something i'm like it, it it works just fine They're like okay thank you and just leave and i'm like the fuck the fuck it was weird and then whenever we would check their phone they'd always be like hey it's not working and i'm like ah, oh, why why is it what happened like, did it get wet and they're like no not at all and you open it up and rice <laughs> would fall out and i'm like why is the rice in the phone oh yeah i dropped it <laughs> in the toilet and i'm like fucking thank you god damn it like, you uh. piece of shit So then we would scope their phones for nudes. We're like, now we're going to look through your phone. Fuck you. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. (laughs) What were you trying to take when you dropped it in there? I had a buddy that once dropped his in a porta potty. And I was like, please tell me you didn't get it. He was like, fuck, no. I had to go buy a new phone, lost everything on it. I'm like, why are you taking your phone out in in a porta potty? He's like, I don't know. I just wanted to pass the time. So to this day, when he has to shit on there, from what I'm told, he now brings a book or a
1: newspaper. It, but it's hard to find newspapers up here nowadays. But uh, I, I but yeah. I'm, t- I'm telling, you, I, I got to the point in my life where I, I take my phone to the shitter every time I got, every time I gotta go, man. And my phone goes with me oh. because I'm, you know what? I grew up having to read shampoo bottles and looking at stuff like uh, Reader's Digest and. Things like that, I gotta have something to like. I'm watching TikTok, dude. I'm if if I liked and commented it on your TikTok, there's a really good chance I, I did that while I was taking a shit.
2: Oh, you know, I, I had this. This reminds me of a moment I had just this week with my daughter, who is two and a half years old. She went to the bathroom to do her little duty, and she's old enough now where she's like, "Daddy, will you shut the door?" Okay, yeah, sure, shut the door. <laughs> daddy will you bring me a book <laughs> she would have wanted a book in the bathroom while she was shitting i was so proud i have never been more proud
4: that is a, i get generally upset that is a now with oh go ahead no go ahead i would say whenever you're i uh you're generally uh, upset i get generally upset whenever i have bubble gut, and if i'm like oh god it's one of those moments where you have to go to the bathroom and then you're like okay where's my oh, it's on the counter and then you're like Either I shit my pants or I can hurry up and run and clench with all my
3: might to grab this phone again real quick. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to shit here without my phone. I hate it. So do you run and grab it or enchant it? Or are you just like, I don't have time?
4: No. I feel like I you're a chance. You're risk taker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Usually the pants around the ankles too and everything like that. I'm like, don't look at me. I'm just like running real quick. Don't look at me.
3: Everybody naturally looks at you. It's like in a locker room, I'm getting naked. Don't look. And everybody's
1: like, what? Yeah. Like, why was that a thing to yell that? I don't know if you guys, there would always be somebody in the locker room. Yeah, it was, it's just that general thing when you're out with your friends. Dude, this this guy over here, don't look, don't look. Or, like, be subtle about it. You're always going to have the, the friend. What? yeah. That guy over there? Holy yeah. shit, that guy? This guy over here? I'm that guy, just to let you know. If you point somebody out, I'm going to be like, Eubin, are you talking about this guy? The guy I'm pointing at, this dip shit over here. Guy. Yep, that's don't I, I
4: have yeah, this dipshit over this here? <laughs> he goes,
1: no shit, where? Every time I'm like, God
4: damn it, stop! Yeah. I fucking can't stand that shit. Oh,
1: that's me. Man, I'm, I, you haven't figured I'm out?
5: Very observant. You can pull him in with like icon. Everything. To Nope, try that
3: see? pull them in with some eye contact just be like that and that they're naturally gonna be like what the fuck are you staring at and just don't say anything and eventually that their eyes will curiosity. so I, they, they grab it i got a guy like that and i stopped doing that because he would try to embarrass and then it would turn into a drunken fight and this and that or he you know one time he, he this same friend decided we were we were at a uh, a bar and he decided that it was going to be a fun thing to steal all of the remotes in the entire place to all of the tvs because they didn't have a universal one still they weren't doing it from a computer so his whole entire mission mission i say lightly it was his goal was to steal every remote some were behind the bar some were this a couple hours later he just kind of was like let's get the fuck out of here so we're walking home and i'm like what are you doing and he's wearing a jacket i've never seen before i'm like the fuck are you doing he's like <laughs> i got a jacket. And then he's like, and the remotes. And he just had a handful of remotes in somebody's jacket. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So he's pulling stuff out of the. I wonder what's in this jacket. And next thing you know, he pulls out a bag of weed. This guy did not do drugs. He drank. And that was it. And he's like, fuck. And his drunken mind, he thought he was going to get arrested for the weed. So he rips off the jacket throws it grabs all the remotes start chucking them in the road so they could be ran over to destroy the evidence and fucking hopped a bunch of fences and was home with two pizza rolls and it was one of the greatest most fucking random nights I, i i've ever seen and i'm like if you're a fan of baseball and you love podcasts and you don't really want to sit down for about 20 minutes, but you have a minute and 20 seconds or under, you should listen to the Passball Podcast. It's a podcast that features some of the best stories MLB has to offer, and it's been around a long time and under the amount of time you can run around the bases with your host, Matt. Check it out, PassballPodcast.com. You can listen to it everywhere that you let podcasts penetrate your ear holes. That's
4: I, uh, imagine being curious. that bar.
1: We had, there There was a, so the bar that I went to had another bar open up like just right down the road. I mean, like not even a mile down the road. And it was trying to compete with the, the bar that we'd all been going to. And we realized it was starting mm-hmm. to kind of pull a little bit of the traffic away. So two things, one, I went over there one day and I realized all of their TVs are the exact same brand and model. All of them. Ooh. So I went on Amazon and I found that remote, and I bought that exact model's TV's remote. The other thing is, is they had um, this the jukebox that you can get the app for and you can play. Um, mm-hmm. I can't uh, what is it touch tunes. touch tunes the touch they had a touch tunes yeah. jukebox, but they were close enough to the other bar that you could actually control the play on the other bars jukebox. So what we would do is we would, we would be at our bar and we'd see the type of music that's getting played. And then we would start playing shit like wheels on the bus and so on and so forth. And the nice thing is, unless somebody at the bar goes and skips the songs, those are just going to play. So we were doing stuff like, what does the Fox say wheels on the bus? You know um, we were doing like baby shark, like all these other songs. And then, we would drive by and just kind of sit outside the bar and hit the remote click, or just standing right outside the right in the parking lot. You hit the TVs like big. They're always got like, Oh, they, they're showing UFC, but they're doing it illegally because they didn't get the business contract. And we knew that So we'd sit outside and like, right before, like somebody would get into it on, on the match, you'd turn on, start turning off the TVs and people are, Oh, or you go there during a football game and, Big old pass, and you see the guy like this crossing the end zone and the balls coming down, you fucking change the channels. Like we used to fuck with that bar all the time.
3: And then I, I heard crazy. that they ended up becoming a very popular bar because it was like a haunted bar, they thought. So they got all these people that were into ghost hunting and shit that were coming there, and it actually, you know, was good for that. Them. Were, were cool. they conflict? Like were, were they both like the same style bar?
1: Say like a sports bar or an Irish pub, or, or yeah, they, they, were, they were both. They were both very similar bars. They were trying to draw the exact same. So the person that owned the new bar used to own the old bar and he sold it. And he's like, yeah, I'm Uh, just getting out of the bar business. Then he realized he wasn't making as much money anymore. So he decided, well, I'm just going to open another bar. Well, he opened a restaurant like. And he's like, well, the restaurant's not doing well. So then he added a bar onto it and just made it essentially this bar was just in a new place <clears throat> overall he ended up winning because the other bar ended up going under to the person that he sold it to guy knew nothing about bar management anything like that he was like in debt like yeah. over his head and um eventually that one shut down so now we all go to that one <laughs> we all go to the one that we were <laughs> fucking with <laughs> so it's, karma's a motherfucker it's kind guess. of funny i still have the do you, do you ever though.
3: bring up that I was gonna say, do you ever bring it up? Oh, I brought it up to oh, the man. owner. I was yeah. like, you
1: guys remember when, like, you're like, you guys when you guys first opened, you were having all sorts of problems with your TV and shit. And they're like, he's like, yeah. He goes, we were thinking about getting new TVs. He goes, but it just kind of stopped. I was like, yeah, that was me. He's like, what? And I pulled a remote yeah. out. And I went. He's like, yeah, it's pretty easy to. He's like, you're a mo- you're an asshole. I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, yeah, you were pulling people away from yesterday's. So what do you want me to do? <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Did he call? Sorry, it today? I keep looking back Something at me because I'm waiting for a fight to happen. Ooh! If
3: anybody the just pig... listening, not an like an animal fight.
1: Yeah, the pigs and um, the one pig and my dogs, the the new dogs, they do not get along. And usually, I finally got to where one the pig can walk by them without them jumping up and attacking her. But I get nervous. We really need to start nervous. coining
3: the the new phrase instead of a bull in a china shop a pig in a computer room
1: or a pig, pig, pig in, in a, a studio or a pig, pig in, a, in a house just bull in a china shop I mean, yeah, pig yeah. in a house dude like yeah. she's bent all right, the but, legs on my on my on my uh on my desks like just rip cables out of the wall <laughs> when they get when a pig when a pig goes in heat man they they nest and whatever they can find is what belongs in their nest so now we know she's nesting. All the doors get closed that night and everything gets lifted up off the floor.
4: I'm going to have people really questioning my health huh. because I'm going to buy an oxygen mask and like a tank because this shit made me like, I had to mute myself for a little bit. I couldn't breathe for like two minutes. So one of these days, I'm just going to start just <laughs> and we're like, damn. And I'm like, hmm. They're like, look at this athlete. Like, look, look at this guy. Like, the, on NFL sidelines when they're sitting there, I'm like, hmm, just got done running a 440. You know, just athletic nope. things. No offense, nobody's
3: ever probably going to look at you and be like, "Look at that athlete."
4: <laughs> a lot of people do. I you mean, know, it's crazy. You know, I just it takes a lot to be in this peak performance. You know, it just it does
3: the the amount of. I mean, technically, I guess I do per day. It's exhausting. I guess cornhole players are athletes now. So I mean, in being I a, am... a stud of a dart player, just fucking oh, it's just, a, just that stud of an athlete.
4: That alone is just, just yeah. exhausting. You know, just the amount of energy I have to put in just throwing darts. Oh, you know, uh, how did you know that I was on cornhole TikTok though? Because uh, those lives have been crazy. I'm seeing these tournaments left and right.
1: Did watch didn't it? I, I don't know. know, know. I just I think, assumed. I don't know if I sent you the video or not, Eubin, of the guy playing cornhole that had um, <gasps> the nubs. And, yeah, the, the nubs. Yeah, yeah, so he sent that to Matt to too. No, like this, and he, when he does, he like jumps to do it, and yeah. uh, it just it was a stitch, and the guy goes over the line. Throw doesn't count.
4: Oh wow. yes, yes. Uh, how good I was that I saw another guy, one though? too. Oh, he was oh, sinking him. He was sinking him. I almost sent oh, you another shit. stitch where someone had Patrick the starfish uh, stitched with that guy. <laughs> I was like,
1: well, yeah, because the guy, the the one that I sent, the guy has no legs, mm-hmm. and he's got he yep. stubs at his elbows. That's what I'm saying. They had so him yeah, throwing it, like, yep. but he's draining him, just yeah. oh, he's perfect he's placement, deadly. and he
3: I mean, yeah, he'd move over a little bit, and it would it was. I wouldn't play him. He he would just, well, I would play him because I don't. I'm one of these guys that uh, I know they're competitive, but I just could not be a competitive corn holder without first of all laughing. And uh, second of all, oh, just yeah. taking a game that I feel is supposed to be fun, and it just wouldn't be fun any- anymore. I can't. I'm, I couldn't,
1: I'm really, I'm really good at the game cornhole, but the thing is, is I wouldn't be able to play it competitively because uh, where I come from, if you're throwing bags, you have to have a beer in your hand while you're throwing. Oh, absolutely. Counterbalance. You know, that's why yeah, King Leonidas missed I his no, no. throws legitimately the, the, the rule you off. must have. The- that's legitimately our local rule is you have to have a beer, whether it be in a mug or a cup or a can or a bottle, and you have to have beer in it in order to throw. Makes sense. Like you can't Makes like sense. have your can beers they... off to the side, go throw and then pick it. No, your beer has to be in your hand and you're non throwing
3: it. I'm assuming in the, the professional, what is that, American Cornhole League or whatever it is, that they can't drink because I've never seen a single no. person. Yeah, People no, 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 no. Drink while they're throwing. Can they drink when they're yeah.
1: not throwing? I
0: don't know.
3: You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't. They're just in their I don't throw. Know they do their shots of partners they're, up, they're, and they
1: have beers. They're at a venue, so I, I don't know. I know that if I'm ever at the bar and we're just playing cornhole, and two like older gentlemen pull up and say, "Does anybody have the next game?" I'm just done for the night. I'm like, I'm not fucking playing these guys. Yeah. First right. of all, you're way you know too curious hear? about the damn game, and secondly, they're not fucking missing. In North Carolina, if you get no, two you old guys... you know what guys, they grew up playing?
3: Cornhole. Horseshoes. No, they grew up playing horseshoes. And fucking yeah. horses. They were just ringer, ringer, ringer. And now cornhole because Because I've played some guys locally that were fucking unreal in horseshoes that I just can't even compete with. And then they get, oh, let me try this new game, cornhole. And they're just as fucking deadly.
1: Oh, yeah. No, you play... If you see if you see two guys come up and they've got white beards, John Deere hats and overalls and they're like, hey, we've got next. You're like, fucking you can have for the rest of the night, like because I'm not beating you. And I know nobody else here that's been drinking all night is going to you. and they'll just run the tables. But they've I got mean, the greatest just, stories. I'll, I'll tell you that. that fucking hearing them talk shit and tell stories while they're throwing bags is awesome. I love it.
4: I've seen like the highlight reels of these people. And like, cause I always think myself, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm good. I can get like through an amateur tournament. Like I could be top five, no you know? You and, and then I see these, uh, these actual tournaments and they're like, oh yeah, watch. They have three bags just hovering around the hole. Like they're going to pull off this one maneuver and it's going to drain all of them. And I'm just like, what? No, they're not. There's no way they can hop, skip, do all this. <laughs> shit. And then it just goes and I go, oh, and they don't even move. Yeah. There's like, okay, yeah. I, that's what I was supposed to do. I'm like, yeah that wasn't your first time doing that, what, what? Oh yeah. I'm like, I'd, okay. I'd, I'd, I'll I'd stick explore. to Northwest Missouri. <laughs> it's uh,
2: it, it reminds me a lot of um, watching whether it's uh, she had a brain fart um, Tetris online, Tetris championships. I don't know if you've seen that oh. any kind of video games mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. Um, darts, similar uh, curling, Olympic curling. You watch that game. You're like, I could do that. The amount of precision, the amount of practice that goes into that is just unbelievable, and the difference between the top one percent and the like rest, the next fifteen percent is just such a there's such a gap. So right. yeah, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. of well, yeah. the other thing, like what going off of what you been says is like these guys have been just they're so used to doing this and like draining all the all the bags on the board in one shot. They've done it so many times they just they don't even react to it. It's kind of like uh, I was watching a stand-up comedian. I don't remember his name, but he was talking about um, India. You know, growing up as an Indian kid, and you, you know, you got slapped like you get like at your own birthdays and blah blah blah. And he's like, and this is how Indians. This is why we're so stoic in every situation. He goes, Have you ever seen an Indian kid win a spelling bee? And he brings up a video of it right behind him on stage. He's like, Look, this kid just won the national spelling bee. $300,000, and he, the kid spells the word, and he's like, like confetti's falling around, zero emotion on this kid's face. And he goes, and you want to know where he gets that? Well, look, here's his parents. And then it flips over, and the parents are both like. <laughs> and then it, like yeah. you, they pan over to like the little brother that's like. And he's like, that little kid right now is like, I have no hope. There's nowhere I can go from here. It to, yeah. to outdo what what's being done in front of me right now. He's like he's like, We have no emotion.
3: I just yeah. Really I, really I randomly saw something online that uh some kid who was like eleven or something got a perfect score on the SATs or something like that. I don't know why it triggered my brain for that, but it's like got a perfect eleven year old. That. That's what that's first thing I popped in my head. I was like, Fucking dude, how's it? In real life, this dude is going to be a doctor. He's probably already graduated high school at this point. They're going to put him through four years of school. Then they're going to put him through another eight years of school. And he's probably you, going to fucking not have a very good childhood.
1: Do you think we, like, kindergarten? How, how many people, if you were to mention something about it, I mean, they all know Neil Patrick Harris, right? Like I, th- I, I think it's safe to say the majority of society knows who Neil Patrick Harris is but how many if you were just to bring it up in conversation around people we'll just say a, a varied age group like if i was on yeah do they know him from that how many of them are going to know him from that versus are going to know him from doogie Hauser?
2: yeah i was going to say neil patrick harris don't you mean doogie
3: <laughs> doogie that's a good question though maybe we'll maybe we'll put that on the community tab or something like neil patrick harris what's the first thing that pops in your mind and you give a couple of choices is it doogie Hauser? is it from how i met your mother See, I mean, um, barney yeah, those, those two for me.
4: I definitely remember him as uh, Doogie, but now, I mean, it's I've known him longer as Barney, so I, I, I consider him Barney now.
3: So for anybody that's just listening, I held up a book called The Bro Code, right? And I bought this on, obviously, Thrift Books, and I haven't read it yet, but I just opened it up, and there's writing, and I'm super intrigued now. It says, you better read up, exclamation point. Tamar, check out Article 22... In one thirty-four, so now I'm very
1: curious, and I don't know if you guys are. I feel like you have, we have to read Article Twenty-two. Yeah, no, no. Now, now we have to. Now we have to say what it is. I mean, we're we're over our time, but it, this is definitely worth it.
3: Article Twenty-two from the Bro Code. Uh, from there, it says there is no law that prohibits a woman from being a bro, and I, that was something that we I think talked about in an episode. And it says women make excellent bros why because they can translate and navigate the confusing and contradictory whims that compromise the chick code and then it goes on about do chicks really have their own code and there's a whole bunch of chick code from there that's interesting that's because that,
1: like we did <laughs> that's I, why i say that like everybody needs a flamboyantly gay guy in their life you yeah. need your train you need your translator right we all need our translator not to mention the fact they're hilarious dude you uh you posted a clip of me saying that um, in one of our shows where I was like, everybody needs a fan- yep. flamboyantly gay guy. Like, they're oh, yeah, just yeah. wonderful to be around. Their storytelling is amazing. Um, and somebody had, had some commented. Yeah. yeah, he just got, he went, no. And I went, by all means, ex- explain why. Like, yeah, I want I you to, I I want you to out you yourself commented. right now as, as, as a homophobic individual. Please give me the pleasure of you doing that on social media. He
3: also, I heard, um, always sticks up for domestic abuse so he can get laid. That same guy, but uh, all right, bro code article one thirty four. A bro is entitled to use a woman as his wingman.
4: Oh yeah. Oh yes. yeah, because so, a woman of will of go talk to another person.
1: another. Yeah, a woman will go talk yeah. to another woman and talk you up like better than any guy can. And it says a, See, I a wing woman that of. If your wingman them. already
3: knows what women want to hear. Isn't that an advantage far greater than having a lot of money, a full head of hair or even a speedboat? Yes. And the best part is that a wing woman they do exist to acquire one, though. You're going to need to overcome the sexist misconceptions that, that so often scare chicks away from helping bros bang other chicks. So thanks, Tamar. You made the show. Um, definitely went through them all because 134 straight towards the end and uh, interesting ones about the women being you know of all the of all
1: the articles in the bro code well how about we also ask the audience then um last last thing um how many women here have ever been the wingman for uh, a guy friend of theirs or or gone out as one of the bros i'd love to know i'd love to hear some of these
3: stories yeah it does again it is gonna take a special kind of woman to help a man bang
1: other women just for the pleasure of hooking up with other women. Oh, my wife, my wife would help out a, uh, another guy in a heartbeat. Oh, well, oh, oh, her? Okay, sure. Now the the only thing you got to worry about is when Angel goes to do it. Oftentimes, the girl gets interested in her. That's yeah, happened that's on different. several occasions she's where she's fine. tried to help people out. They're like, well, what about you? And yeah. he's like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm married. That one coming? Like, I'm okay with that. And you're like, no, no, okay. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Another time at yesterday's. But yeah. See what did there? All right. Well, that is there.
3: a unless you guys got something else. I think we can uh, can wrap this up. Unlike you, Uben Specker. We're good here. Hi. Right. <laughs> Obviously, you guys check them out on all social media. They call me Toby2, the number, and Toby and Angel. Check them out on all these social medias. Brandon J. McDermott, he's on them all as well. It's 2023. Just go to any of their bios and just click the link, and you can find them everywhere. And then you got Still Whacking Off. You've Been Whacking Off. Where's he whacking off? You've Been Whacking Off.com. Spelling's hard. I know D. Lemon couldn't figure it out, but we broke it down for him. And uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, go watch that episode. But, yeah, check out all the guys. Appreciate every single one of you. Listening, watching, I don't know why you're doing this, but either way, we appreciate it. And fellas, it's fun as always. That's all I got. What an episode. If you made it all the way to the end, we can't thank you enough. Seriously, what a wild time. You never really know what's going to come out of there, but we, again, we thank you. Brandon, Huben, Toby, just such great dudes. I'm so thankful to have this. Make sure you guys check out the sponsors of the show. Check out the Deluxe Edition Network. Some great shows. And again, this is, this is awesome. Make sure you check out the community. Uh, on the beard laws youtube to answer a couple of the questions that we had in there but again this is a fun fun episode hopefully you're really enjoying the new format it's it's something that i've really wanted to do and it feels more organic generic it feels like a better show for you just a couple of guys sitting around like we're having a beer at a bar around a bonfire and uh we're having a lot of fun so hopefully it's transparent hopefully you're enjoying listening to it let us know any feedback If you have any topics, you have any stories, you have anything that you would uh, really think that everybody would benefit listening and watching this, feel free to shoot an email to mattatbeardlaws.com and have a great day. Can't thank you guys. All right. Take care.
5: make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with stamps.com sign up with code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program
3: hey this is sammy i'm here with my hetero life mate yen hey sammy hey there Yen. how you doing
5: i'm doing pretty good So, we are part of the Barrel Age Chicks. And who else is part of us? Oh, we've got Harley, Snow, and Crystal. And ourselves, of course. Mm -hmm. If you like hearing about movies,
3: podcasting about movies, (laughs) if you like hearing about music, or pretty much anything, come and check us out. Come hear the chick side of things. We can be found on Spotify and Anchor. And we are also under the Deluxe Edition Network. Come on out and hear the chick side of things.
0: Come on